0: So, uh, pre-chat time. It's a lovely day, actually. I should probably be in the garden doing some gardening. But... Uh, anyway I'm here with you so uh, today's guest is Tyler West now Tyler West is a presenter he's not just a radio presenter he's a TV presenter and he has his own show called Flat Out Fabulous which is on BBC Three which is just helping people do up the houses and just that that feel-good stuff as well he's on Kiss as well doing some wonderful stuff as always uh, playing some awesome tunes which we play good tunes with Bethia Beats not that there's competition Uh, he does a drive time show anyway I'm talking way too much um, and let's start the podcast hello Daniel Johnson here and Darcy on the sofa you can't see her because this is a podcast but this is best thing We're still in series three. It's been a lovely series so far. Anyway, this is Best Thing, where we talk about the best things in people's lives, from food, travel, TV and film, music, something random, and, of course, saying something nice about themselves. Today's guest is Tyler West, as you may have heard in the pre-chat. He is a radio presenter and TV presenter. He's doing so much, and we get to find out all about his best things very, very soon. As always, we've got Adam Harris doing his Fat Chicken. Bethia Beats bring us the best in brand new music, and the boys, Tom. And Revan doing their reviews, not just films, but TV shows as well. Is it gonna to be Tom? Is it gonna be Revan? Who knows? Find out very soon.
1: That to
0: me. Up next, Adam Harris's fat checking, clock clock, and then interview with Tyler West.
2: <laughs> hey hey, fat chicken doing the fact check-in for you. Apparently there is one animal that has more than one brain. In fact, it has 32 brains. We're gonna find out what that animal is at the end of the episode. Come back, see me, fat chicken, cluck cluck.
0: If you're looking for something completely different for a friend's birthday, anniversary, or you just wanna wish them good luck in their new job, but I can't do a video, that'd be rubbish. Who could I get? Well, you could get loads of people at Memo. Get a personal video message from your favorite celebrity. But who? Well, let me tell you. What about Charlotte Crosby from Geordie Shaw? Or Sandra? Or Sandy from Gogglebox? Gabby Allen, Amy Childs, and if they like sport, you can get Matt LaTissier, Glenn Hoddle, John Barnes, Paul Lintz, and Razor Ruddock. You can even get Carol Baskin. Who's that? She's on Tiger King, of course. Oh, yes. All you have to do is write a message, and you get your video within seven days. A perfect gift, and the best thing you could do for a friend today. It's that easy. Just go to memo.me. That's memo.me. Why not get a fun celebrity message today? I had to find my mind. I mean, I think it's taken us like a while because like, it's funny because I was listening back to your podcast like ages ago and I was like, when it stopped and you got the job at Kiff's, I was like, oh. (laughs) but yeah. <laughs> like, no because you know when you kind of get used to kind of people's you know weekly you know listens and you can just yeah. listen to a podcast what's going on and I just felt like there wasn't many people that like it sounds really stupid but there wasn't many people doing podcasts that looked like me a bit and I don't know yeah. why that makes a difference right but sometimes it just does like everyone kind of just I don't know you were just saying some really nice interesting stuff and 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 I sort of followed your journey and and I thought you, you know, you knew what you were talking about, and but you weren't sort of just saying stuff to, to say it. You know, yeah. you had something oh, to that's say. That's very nice, of you, man. But it was really yeah. nice, and and a quick one on this. Actually, the interview you did with your dad not long ago was really, mm. really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So
3: it was. Yeah. Um, it that was, it was really I think boring. like yeah, that was one of the moments of 2020, which was just it was it was bizarre. Like I had such an awakening. Like, in terms of, like, identity and stuff, like, throughout 2020 with everything that went on with the Black Lives Matter movement and things like that. And then when it came up to that moment that we could get actually get my dad on the show, it was just, like, it, it just hit home, man. Like, and now me and my dad, like, we're in, like, the sort of best place ever. There was a lot that got cut from that interview um, just because it was... Yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of truths. Like I just kind of, I didn't really, I didn't really bring my dad in on what was about to go down to be fair, but I just went in on him and I just said like, why was you not there? Like sort of thing. Like it was, it was, um, it was a mad, it was a mad experience. Um, But it was things that I needed to get off my chest to get, to get
0: peace with it. Otherwise it was just always going to be on my mind. Um, and if, but, if you don't hit it head on, I think it's, that's, you know, you, you have to do that or otherwise you have those questions that you, you know, one day you might not get answered. So you may as well just say, you're just you in front of me, let's have a little chat.
3: A hundred percent.
0: It was really honest. And that's, I think that's what your, uh, the whole aura about, aura about you is literally honesty. Yeah. And I, it's, I don't know why I've started off like this. Cause this is not how the podcast gets. <laughs> I just, I just right. wanted to say, I was like, no, 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 like it was, it was, it was amazing. And yeah. um, I had a, a turbulent relationship with my dad. And do you know what? It's so difficult because even though in the situation, what's going on now, mm. could you imagine being like them and our age at, at the time that they grew up? Like what? I know. Like my parents had to go to get my parents had to go to gay bars so they didn't get any crap, right? Yeah, they're a mixed race couple. My mom was white, my dad was black, and. They could just go to these gay bars and like no one cared.
3: Yeah, that's and that, super... they just
0: felt like so secure about that situation. It's, My dad it's was quite like, chilled. It's so way,
3: bizarre, but. man. So bizarre. And then even even like like you don't see many sort of mixed race old people, Um, and it's like so then when you when you deeper like that, I've just been you know, like, right, we're gonna get old and they we're gonna be like some mixed race pensioners. It's like you don't see see many of them, and it's like so we're still going through. This isn't like something that's um quite. Like, like oh it's an old tradition there was loads of mixed race people back in the day like it was unheard of sort of thing um so you can't yeah it's it's hard to imagine what what they would have went through um but we're here now
0: <laughs> yes we are and you're absolutely smashing it as well mate. and your content you're opinion on social media is absolutely hilarious like you've got to just you've got to stay positive <laughs> man funny. i've
3: lost, yeah, but I've the lost funny my head is- ten times
0: People don't know how many takes that stuff takes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then so, you have to edit it. Like, there's yeah. no one else to do it. You're like, oh, crap. I've got a storyboard this whole thing like a short
3: movie hundred percent. Well, some of them, are, I mean, some of them I plan out as if I'm making some Quentin Tarantino movie, like as in like, oh yes, I want it to look from this shot and I'm going to do this. And I write out like a whole like sort of shot list. And then other others are like, I just grab my phone and like whack it on recording. and I'm like, oh, fuck it, let's just give this a go. Like, let's just see what happens. <laughs> and going back to the take thing, there's some videos that I've made throughout this lockdown, which my neighbours, have have been so close to calling the police on me? Like they're 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 genuinely concerned for my well being um, in my house at the moment. Like I and then even the other day, like I, I started working on this. Um, this I've been made an ambassador for this really sort of incredible campaign um, with the Food Standards Agency um, t- to raise awareness about allergies. And now I had a mixture of meetings going on on the day that I needed to have this 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 meeting with this brand. Um, and, I, t- and I, w- I was in between trying to make some content to put out on socials and stuff. Um, and let's just say that the content involved, I haven't put the video out yet because I'm still yet to edit it, um, but the the video involved a bacon outfit. Like I was dressed as a rasher of bacon and <laughs> I got my schedule mixed up. So I've jumped onto a call with my agent. <laughs> um, just as bacon. Think, thinking it's my agent on a zoom call uh actually it was the food standards agency um sitting there, about seven people looking at me in this bacon outfit honestly possibly one of the most embarrassing moments of lockdown so far like i'm
0: got, i'm i'm glad you're not wearing the bacon outfit right now um, yeah, so i've got um, my
3: giraffe here though i've got a little
0: giraffe just in case we see, need it as I, well, man. i've got i've got my dog she's uh, she's hiding just on the side uh... oh we went for a walk for three minutes, and she was like, "It's too cold. I want to." Yeah, get back. that's it's it. Right. I'm Charles done here. now. What dog is that's it? Fine. Uh, King Charles Cavalier, which makes Beautiful. me sound superly like posh, but I, it's not. I'm, though her name is Darcy, so that doesn't even freaking help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? This is a great link in and we'll, we'll do it. Um and, uh, pretty much what we do is we just talk about nice, good things about just stuff in your life, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like the best thing that's happened to you when it comes to. Going somewhere, or food, or travel, or music—you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, um, the first um, thing we talk about is food. So, I'm just going to link into that right now. Tyler, um, when it comes to food, uh, what what have you been eating? Are you can you cook? Are you a chef? Are you good in the kitchen? What's going on?
3: So I used to be the worst cook, man. Like I used to be, I used to be so bad back in the day. Like we uh, me me my brother and my mum like when I, when I was growing up. Um my mum did everything to make make sure like like we never went without. Um and we was not well off. We live in like a big council estate and sometimes it got really really tough to the point that we would um would need to go to Tesco like late at night. Sort of when they have all like the reduced stuff out and we'd have like a, a small small budget and me and my mum used to play a game with me and my brother like all oh, right, let's see you can get like the cheapest meals, um, like sort of thing like that. And we would go around the supermarket, like hunting around, like as if it was supermarket sweet. <laughs> like but I said I was five, um, and and we would be trying to get like the cheapest meals ever. Now, to some people, they're like, Oh, raw, you had it really wet, like really hard off, sort of thing, like growing up. And I'm like, No, hold on a sec. Beans on toast is a sensational combination. It is honestly, honestly, it's I had like, it the other week, it was amazing it's it's just it's just a, like it's a, it's an unreal combination recently wheatabix tried to try to put beans on Wheatabix. <laughs> that was disgusting that means that, that you try, it? Did you try it yeah I tried to try it? It. I t- I tried it on my radio show that was it like I had to, I had to, I had to clock off from the show early I was like this is it this is disgusting I, had to, I almost I felt to put e45 cream in a blender and drink it <laughs> like it was it dried out my system disgusting <laughs> Never, but um cooking, man. No, I've never, I've never really, I've never really been one for that. The simple stuff, like I, I can cook up a mean scrambled egg. I can get the beans on toast. I can get the essentials down, and I can make a roast dinner, which I think is one of the most important skills to ever have in our lifetime.
0: I'm sorry. So you went from you can do sort of a scrambled egg, and you know what I mean. But then you're like, and then like you know a roast dinner. What? I, okay. What are your main things for roast dinner? What is like the thing that makes a roast dinner a roast dinner? So if i if I've
3: got time. If I've got time, um, it would be slow cooking the meat, whatever meat it is. It has to be slow cooked. It has to be sort of like tender, delicate, just falls off the bone sort of thing. Um, a Yorkshire pudding, thick gravy, um, loads of veg, but not peas because I think peas are clapped. But actually, other people like peas as well, so I would just have it on the on the plate, but I probably wouldn't eat them. Um, and also honey roasted parsnips. They they you, are the essentials. You just stuff.
0: named a whole. <laughs> Roasted. <dinner. laughs> there wasn't one thing. I thought he'd be like, "Yeah, no, probably the potatoes." No, you just went no. It's just oh me. no no no! Wait, that was that's what I didn't mention. The potatoes. The potatoes are like the greatest bit. So they have to they have to be parboiled,
3: fluffy on the inside, um, and I just like mine extra crispy, man. I leave them in a little bit longer. Some people don't like them as well done as I do, but yeah, that's that's it, man. Oh, roast dinner goes off.
0: I, have you ever tried to do a Christmas dinner? Have you tried to do that?
3: The key word, that's another in the, manual, the, the key word is tried. You know, and it's like, it's, it's the reason why my, my, my rights have been revoked for the rest of my life. You know, like <laughs> my, my girlfriend's already said, no, like, no that's it, I'll leave, leave the roast I'll Like we'll go to family at Christmas. That's it. It's, you know that one there? I'm actually quite, I'm quite happy that, you know, like my parents ain't together and that like my brother doesn't live with me and like everybody's all spread out sort of thing. Cause it just means when it comes to Christmas, I'm going to be last on that list to put my name <laughs> into the hat to host it, man. Forget that.
0: Like like drinks bar, stressful hosting is stressful like super super stressful i mean this christmas was great because literally there was no one it's just like do you know what i mean like you can can just sit there in your pajamas watch watch all the christmas
3: movies possible and just eat whatever you eat eat whatever you wanted whereas like every other christmas like people get dressed up and they run they rush around to houses i don't know what christmas is like for you but it's like quite a hectic one you got to make sure that you tick off tick off a list and see this person and oh I've got to see that person over the Christmas period and then you know what the, the long list happens but then you don't end up seeing half the people till 2021 and then it's like all right well we'll just see I'll see you in the new year then I've got to see you in the new year it's gonna be 2022 in a minute
0: <laughs> I'm I'm weirdly I don't know why we're talking about Christmas like because it's been yeah. an ages away, way but I'm, I'm weirdly organized when it comes to Christmas but I I've hosted twice and it's like this it's just it's this year like I said like it just Nothing kind of happened, so we mm. sat down and it was movie time. We'll talk about films a bit later, but we watched the best Christmas movie ever. We watched
3: yeah. Alien. Ah, uh, <laughs> lovely! You, you know what that just that just screams Santa at me. If that does. That is just <laughs> Christmas you movie the hat. One.
0: You know what <laughs> I mean? Of Santa hat huh? It's fine. It's fine. Uh, what don't you like? What food don't you like, Tyler? What 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 are you oh, not in- What what you not eating? There's there's little things like obviously there's like Marmite and there's like
3: there's like you're missing so, out. So, no, no. Do you know what? In that case, you know, Daniel, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Uh, <laughs> See this you later, morning. mate. Bye. Like, this <laughs> Marmite. I would rather I'd rather put in my hands and clap than eat Marmite, mate. Like honestly, I'm it's 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 ridiculous. Like I feel like the taste, the texture, the madness smell that it gives off and I think I was traumatized. I think I was traumatized. There was one girl in my primary school that ate Marmite and she was sick um, just after after we came back from lunchtime and it touched my trainers. uh, Well, my kickers at the time. And honestly, that trauma... Sarah, I know she's listening now. It's in class 4C. I swear to God, you have put me off Marmite for life and I'm one of those Marmite haters because of that.
0: I'm finding her. I'm going to tag her in this. Yeah, 100 her.
3: I think she moved to South Africa, actually. So, I don't know. It might, might be an international thing. We might need to do a search We'll, we'll step
0: away from Marmite. We'll step yeah. away. Though you are literally missing out, but it's fine. Don't worry about yeah. it. Um. For you, what would you say is the best thing when it comes to food?
3: I'd say, I mean, it's, it's a controversial one as well, because some people don't like it. They go, like, oh, I'm in a food coma and stuff like that. But food comas are the best thing for me. Like, I, the fact that I can sit there... It's almost like food, food Food is the key to my heart, first of all. Like it's always been, like I've always been a massive foodie. I will eat anything and everything. Um, I'm a bit hesitant on trying new foods that I haven't had, but there isn't many foods that I haven't had. Um, and it is just, it's the idea that you can just sit there in your food coma, like not move. Your belly's basically just kissing you and going, oh, that's nice, thank you Tyler, thank you very much. Do you know what I mean? Like I hate to paint that vision, but like I literally sit there in living my best life in a food coma. So when it does come down to food, like when I go to a restaurant, I always, I'm the worst person to go with because one, I don't share. Like I don't, I feel like, you know, I get the menu, you get the menu. We both get the same options, okay? What is on my plate is on my plate.
0: What's on your plate is on your plate. If you want to try something- Can you share with them? Can can you take something from their plate though? They can't take it from yours. Oh,
3: 100%, 100%. So this is it. You're Joey, you're Joey. (laughs) So yeah, I am Joey. I am. So when we, when me and my girlfriend go for food, she's like, oh, I'm not really that hungry. I don't know if I should get the, you know, the medium or the large, like the regular large." Like, no, no, get the large. You know, get the treat yourself. Treat yourself. And then the minute she sits there and like puts, as soon as I see a knife and fork go together and sit at the side of the plate, I'm like, "Oh, you're not finished. you finished with that? Thank you." And that is it. And we just, we just slide it on over. I'm like the leftover king um yeah I can't let food go to waste man the best thing about food for me genuinely is just the fact that you can you can sit there
0: in a food coma and I will eat everything and anything you smashed it we're on series three and no one has said food coma I can't even say it no one has said food coma that's amazing I like that um uh, next up we're going to be talking travel not like we've been anywhere but we are going to be talking travel Tyler, travel, places that you really like to go to that you've not been to, where where are those? Where have you not been?
3: Oh, there's a long bucket list, man. There is like, there's like Bali. There's like, I really wanted to go to Beijing. I really wanted to go to Egypt. I really, basically I haven't, I only actually went on my first sort of like long haul out of this country holiday um, back in like, I think it was 2016, maybe. Like around that time, like I was, yeah, I was eighteen. I was eighteen at the time, and then um, and it was just it was it was the best experience I've ever done. We went to Dominican Republic. Um, my Gosh, nan like, now. God bless her. <laughs> yeah, no, she 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 left some inheritance money, um, and was like to me, my mum, my brother, and that was like, oh, listen, like, if you, like when I'm not here, God forbid, when the day comes, I just want you to go on a holiday where you haven't got to worry about anything. Oh, thank the Lord for all inclusive. Let me tell you. <laughs> I was all but this is this is where it got to my head, right? Food coma, food coma, Food comas. This is where it goes back to the food sitch. <laughs> because anytime now I go on a holiday, I always look. I always like I'm tempted. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to experience the culture. I want to do this. I want to do that. But more importantly, is it 24-hour food and drink? Like that is that is my thing. Like, I don't know what it is, but there's something about it. And then the worst thing is that on this holiday, on like day one and two in Dominican Republic, I was like, oh, are you sure? Like, or is that free or how much is it? Or do I have to charge it to the room? And they were like, no, it's free. Like you take it and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to finish all eight pancakes, sort of thing like that. Yeah, I'm sitting there panicking. And then, and then they're like, no, take it, take it. And they're such lovely people. Dominican people are lovely, like they're amazing. And then um, by the time it got to like the sixth, seventh day, I was full on walking around the pool with a tray of shots as if I just bought the whole round. And I was like, oh, fancy a shot?
0: You fancy a shot? You got, <laughs> you got, you got comfortable is what you're talking I, got, I to got way
3: too comfortable. <laughs> and that's the problem is because now every holiday has got to try and live up to that expectation. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, man, it's completely redefined. But there's a long list. There's a bucket list of, of destinations and places I want to get off to. Um, um, obviously, if we can, outside of COVID.
0: I think that's that's gonna happen
3: though. I mm. think that'd be
0: fine. Can you imagine, like everyone, like you can't even get book a place in Cornwall now.
3: Like I know, <laughs> I know. You know, life's got mad at it when you can't go down to
0: Cornwall. <laughs> it's like it's, lower your standards, people. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a thousand pounds for four days in Cornwall for like a tiny cottage. You're like, what the? It's mad. It's mad. Where Where did you go? Did you go anywhere when you were younger? Because I didn't. I didn't go. I've never been abroad with my family ever. Yeah. I don't think. Well you've never um, done like we, a full full trip with like your whole fam? No, no. I've been to Portugal with my sister for a wedding mm. and that's it. I've never been I've never been on a holiday with my mum or dad. So um and I think I'm gonna change that. I think my mum's got a big birthday coming up, so I think we're gonna try and take it away. But what, what oh, did that, you when do you, when you were younger? Did you go did you go yeah,
3: anywhere? So no, we no, again, we didn't we didn't really we didn't do any sort of like little getaways and holidays and stuff like that. Me, my mum, my brother, we used to go down to um, my nan um, and, and really like mum's side of the family lived down by the coast in Broadstairs in Kent.
4: Mm, um nice.
3: So for me, the holiday when somebody said holiday, my my holiday was like oh the summer holidays. It would be it would be you know those six seven weeks of the summer where we would go down to my nan's, sleep in the living room, and live our absolute best lives going down to the beach. Like I, I like that's where I grew up. I was like yeah, hundred percent. Let's go let's go down to Broadstairs. The people there were nice. It was like it was just that that sort of. I'd never been in the beach before. So I was gassed when I got down there and saw seaweed and like, stuff like that. And I was, I was happy. <laughs> yeah, man. But there's, but then now it's like, after I went Dominican, I got the travel bug and it just made me feel like, I don't know if you ever sit there and just philosophize it. I'm not, I'm really not one for all of this stuff to sit there and go into like deep thought and stuff. But it makes you realize how much of like this small tiny dot you are on the earth. Like there's so many countries and so many places that I've, I've like, there's so many places like even when I went to Dominican that I'd saw, And I'm like, I'm probably never gonna look at this tree ever again, you know what I mean? I go on an all-inclusive holiday to look at a tree, and then I come away with that absolute mind-blowing facts that
0: I'm never gonna see that tree ever again. (laughs) Remind me never to see any of your holiday pictures. Another tree, that's a nice you know I mean? bench they got there. You Tyler. I mean?
3: Great. So, you know what's going through my mind whenever you catch a photo on my Instagram of me on holiday somewhere, you know that I took a picture <laughs> in front of that tree because that tree really meant a lot to me. That did, yeah, that
0: that that church in the background, yeah, and that little village, lovely. <laughs> I would never visit a church in any like place in the UK, but if I mm. go on holiday for some reason, I visit five, what, what? yeah. And I come this back with some, I come back way. with some
3: awakening as well as if it's just like a normal, like as if, as if like, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm really cultural now. Like I understand everything. <laughs> oh yeah. The culture of that. Oh no, they would never do that over in Dominican. It's like, I'm, I've become the PR for, for Dominican Republic. It's mad my... <laughs> where is the best place you've been? Would you say? Uh, um, I think for me, it's, it's, it's a flip up between two locations. So one, I went over to, um, I was lucky enough back in 2019 to go over to Los Angeles. Um, it was like part, like a work trip where I got to go over there and, and um, have some meetings with some really incredible people um, and just experience it with my best boy, Sam. And then we did like a little weekend in Vegas while we was over there as well. It was just, yeah, it was just mental. It was mind-blowing. It was that sort of that LA lifestyle um, for a couple of weeks, which was beautiful. Um, but it's a switch up between that and actually I know you're gonna, you're gonna absolutely hate me for this, but I actually did manage to get away during COVID.
0: I don't hate you at all. I, I I applaud you because I'm just absolutely gutted. I went to Devon. So there you go.
3: There you go. I mean, yes. where did you go? Come
0: on. Tell, tell well, us where did you go? Come I, I
3: wasn't no, I don't people are just going to be thinking, "Oh, yeah, he went to Dubai, didn't he?" No, I didn't like influence <laughs> the over there. Like I did not I did not go to Dubai. Um I I managed to book um me and my girlfriend got away just before like the sort of travel restrictions and lockdown really got worse. Um and it was in, it was in twenty twenty. It was in about August, just before August. Um, and it, we went away to Crete. We went away to Greece, yes. um, a beautiful place called Stellar Island, which is, but it's like I saw it trending on like a few like like, like lad bibles pages and stuff like that. And it was like that they tried to call it the, um, the the Maldives of of Greece or something like that because they had like these <laughs> floating villas and stuff. So the, the funny thing about this holiday was is that. I, me And me and my, my, well, my girlfriend, who, who we were just seeing each other at the time, I was like, I was just waiting for this, I'm a really, really romantic character, right? So I was waiting for the right right time to ask her out. Right? So I thought, oh, right, well, we're going away. We've booked like a little getaway. Like, why not just do it while we're out there? Um, and we, <laughs> I had a plan to go and do it on like a beach or a boat or somewhere, somewhere magnificent and um i met some people while we were there we met we met a load of like probably about 10 10 other couples sort of thing like that and they were like oh should we uh should we hire out a boat and i was like yeah 100% like you're nice people we can go do this so we went into this little little cretan town um into this little office which this woman's just sitting there with a book and a piece of paper and she's like yeah you want to put boat and there was a real real big language barrier between us both long story short i gave over the money and then we we didn't actually, we went away and I was like, oh, we don't actually have a contact number. Like they have our number, but we don't have theirs. And then we went back to the shop. The shop had packed up, like as in like <laughs> it wasn't there no more. So I've given money over to this woman, like like 10 couples money. um, and, and then they were like, yeah, no, we're not, they're not there no more. So we just had to hope that we turn up to this address at 10, 10 a.m. and a boat is going to pick us up. Um, we get there, the boat was afloat. It was afloat, it was behind a shipwreck that, which we was kind of like panicking about. But yeah, the boat was there. We went on the boat um, and it was just the most incredible like sort of boat experience going into like the coves in, in, in Greece and stuff like that. And it was, yeah, it was just, it was one of my favorite holidays by far. And also I then asked her out, um, asked Mimi out on that holiday. And it was like on the boat, on the front of the boat, it was so romantic. Now the problem with that is Daniel is that now I, sh- I should have basically got down on one knee, I think. Yeah, you set
0: a president now, like,
3: you're screwed. <laughs> 100%. 100%. But I accept that. I was like, this is it. Like, I, I, it needs to be, I need to, I need to hope that I can get on a spaceship and go to Mars, because the way it was romantic, it was a joke. It was an absolute joke. And then getting seasick need- on the
0: way back was a bit embarrassing as well. But yeah, we move. You need to be old school and just ask them outside McDonald's. Come on. Yeah, that. that's what used to happen back in the day. You fold a, lo- a little note up, will you go out of me, and then sort of give it to their friend, and that's fine. They can take it.
3: And the note was a one ninety nine Big
0: Mac. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> that that had expired last last week. Yeah. Did um, you know. <laughs> I love that we spoke about uh, travel so much as well. Um, so, what would you say is the best thing about travel for you? Is it asking out your now girlfriend and set, set really romantic expectations? really romantic Yeah, Setting set the levels a bit
3: too high for myself that I can't live up to it. Um, I think, no, I think the best thing about travel is is that um, no matter how busy your life is, no matter how much you think like your life is set up, like there's always like something more out there. There's always something else to go see, somewhere to go and visit um, and some incredible things to experience. And now that like, I've got the travel bug, like as soon as like, lockdown is lifted i think that's one of the things that i want to dedicate more time to is just going to see the world
0: i think everyone's going to be doing that uh for Mm -hmm. tyler the best thing about travel is sort of something there's something more out there and to Mm -hmm. keep on exploring and stuff i like that uh next up we're going to be talking tv and film we'll be right back with tyler West's best thing to do with tv and film but first we've got the boys doing their review. so over to tom or revan whichever one it is
4: Hey guys, this week I'm going to be talking about the 1985 cult classic, After Hours, directed by Martin Scorsese. Here's a clip.
1: Why don't you just go home? I've been asking myself that one all night long.
4: So what happened? Why can't you?
1: I met this girl tonight, okay, in a coffee shop.
3: I feel like something incredible is really going to happen here. <laughs>
1: so when I got home, I gave her a call. On the cab on the way down here, all my money flew out the window. <laughs> I didn't really get along with her that well.
4: What's the matter?
1: I said I want to see a plaster of Paris bagel and cream cheese paperweight. Now cough it up. So I left. Tiki. Ah!
4: Alright, so lockdown's given us a heck of a lot of free time, as I'm sure you all know, and with that free time, I decided to kind of venture into Martin Scorsese's filmography. I'd seen a lot of his work already, like some of his more recent films like Wolf of Wall Street, Shutter Island, Hugo, that kind of thing. So I thought, you know, I kind of knew what to expect. However, I discovered that Scorsese's sort of filmography from the late 70s, early 80s, is this whole new world of just surrealist avant-garde fare, and it's incredibly exciting. I think if you look at Taxi Driver, the king of comedy, and after hours you're looking at just the holy trinity of surrealist cinema. This film stars Griffin Dunn, he plays a computer data entry worker called Paul. I think it's helped massively due to the fact that he's kind of not really a movie star i mean he's not really got that kind of feel of, of a typical scorsese protagonist like de niro or dicaprio and so i think as an audience you find him almost unreadable and you're sort of questioning him the whole time and that just really adds this extra layer of mystery he meets a woman in a cafe they go on a sort of very loosely defined date and very quickly he's just plunged into the depths of new york and he has to sort of go on this odyssey He's he's this rat caught in a trap. The whole film is just wacky as hell. He's just encountering, you know, constant barrage of deranged New Yorkers. I think Catherine O'Hara plays one who's fantastic from Shits Creek. Also, the score is just beautiful in a way that only I think 80s scores can be. Um just the look, the feel, it's truly New York in the 80s. It's scummy, cold, dank all those things. I think if you're a fan of the Safdie Brothers' work, like Good Time or Uncut Gems, the one that starred Adam Sandler on Netflix last year, you're really going to love this film because it felt to me like it was just the spiritual predecessor to it. I think the Safdie Brothers owe a lot to Scorsese. You know, obviously both sets of filmmakers occupy New York. They both follow rather offbeat protagonists, just going through a completely chaotic journey, so I think you could have a fantastic triple bill of these three films. So yeah, I really recommend this one, guys, After Hours.
0: Tyler, TV film. Um This is the year that I've probably watched more things than I've ever watched in my entire life. I've actually watched Game of Thrones now twice all the way through, dedication um, which is which is crazy um what the hell have you been watching just a quick one on that though was you disappointed at the end yes or no No, no. So first time, yes. Second time, no, because watching it in quick succession without having to wait week week after week for an episode like I'm doing Mm. for WandaVision, which is driving me insane. But it is is actually it was a nice round off. And watching a second time, I was like, oh, I know what's going on now, because first time I watched it, no idea. I just had to just throw myself into it and just be (laughs) like, okay. yeah it, the, i love that character oh dead okay yeah, yeah. I, that, oh I, I just know that person's name dead why is Cersei and sansa got such close names that i can't tell anyone without <laughs> getting it the wrong way around i'm just like what's oh god damn it but all i know is i love Tyrion then and i love Tyrion now there you yeah go. yeah yeah
3: Tyrion's the only one is the only only consistent figure that i've that i loved but um
0: yeah that was a bit of an emotional journey that one man that was a bit of an emotional journey. I was a massive great fan great of that. Great episodes. Um, great CGI. And it hasn't dated because there's no technology in it to date it. So if you watch yeah. old programs, the technology in those programs dates it. But because Game of Thrones doesn't have any of those things, even digitally, it looks great
3: still. Yeah. Even seriously. You can one. watch it whenever. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show it to my kids one day. I can't wait for it, man. Yeah. <laughs> You have to wait until they're mean.
0: 18. You can yeah, because that is a hard 18. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, nobody ever really like looked at that, did they, when we were kids? I, I don't know. I, I never, I never, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> nothing to do with mum's parenting. It was to do with my older brother, Lewis, who's five years older than me, just saying, go on, just do it and just egging me on. He he was the reason actually why I got in trouble as a kid so many times. <laughs> anyway, we'll come on to that topic of Lewis in another yes. part of this podcast. Oh, um, oh. Oh <laughs> what, what have I been, um, what have I been watching? What have I been watching? It has been like film, films first of all, are like so close to food, like as in it's a key to my heart, like film and food together, you what you you got me hooked like you've sold it. It's like a cinema's like, dream. You are you know what I mean. That's 100%. what you go to. The cinema to watch a film and eat the food. I used to go. I used to go cinema and I used to do back to back cinema screenings. I used to like literally go between between you know screen two to screen three, um, and I just used to love it, man. So that that was one big thing that affected me throughout lockdown. The fact that I couldn't go to the cinema to like escape. Like I love it. Like large popcorn combo meals, um, extortionate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and also found out the other day that you know all them times there that you snuck food in yeah you don't it's not actually illegal to to do that so See, I would, it I was there, when we were
0: kids when we were kids you could do it would, but yeah. now they don't care
3: oh no 100 percent. i'm taking in a care. full like free course meal and stuff like that but anyway um <laughs> film films and movies that they have been yeah literally the key the key to my heart man like we've um ever since i was a kid like, like most kids would go about on their scooters bombing about out on the streets, like just enjoying themselves, going to play you know football over the park with their friends. I would come, I would I would get all of my work done at school. I was such a shy person at school. I would get all of my work done um, just so that I didn't have any homework. I would like work throughout my lunch breaks and everything like that. I was the most unsociable kid. And then when I would get home, I would run home from school, be home as quick as possible, stick on Indiana Jones with a pack of rich tea biscuits and a cup of tea. And that was my childhood, like genuine films were it for me. I don't know what it was. And it was just all of these, just these incredible movies. Um, And even now, so like since, since lockdown came about, like because outside of lockdown, things, things can get quite busy and you can forget to take a minute for yourself. But the excuse that I needed to come up with to have movie days was, was there. It was like, I can't go out. Like I don't need to do, I don't need to go do anything as much as I go out and do my exercise and that I get it done in the morning. So that I could sit there in my pants with a, with a tub of Biscoff and watch and leave, leave it running on Netflix when it comes up. Are you still watching? It's like, yes, don't be rude. Do not be rude. I am a hundred percent still watching. Um, so yeah, the list goes on and on. I've been getting into like series more. I'm a sucker for, for like Hollywood movies. Um, like like the, like the expense like sucker ones that probably everybody would skip like expendables one two three and four like if you've got a huge cast on it classics got, classics if got, if got, yeah if you've got Sylvester Stallone if you've got any of those people there I'm, I'm there I love war movies um got a lot of time for that I love Dirty Dancing all right, there I said it like that's that's a more recent one that's 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 come about. And you're um, keeping
0: Mimi happy as well. You know what I mean? That's, like, that's
3: what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's it. She, 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 she forced me into it, but then slightly like she fell
0: asleep. I kept watching. I had a choice. I, I kept and loving. you knew the dance by the end, didn't you? You did a little practice. hundred
3: percent, hundred percent made it into a little TikTok. Uploaded it onto my Instagram. It's all good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's loads and it's always been, it's always been a dream of mine, actually, like to be, like, everybody always says, Oh, what's the next thing? And like, believe it or not, like acting is something that I would love to go into one day. I'd love to be in a movie. I'd love to be in a little short film or something like that. I've just never, I've never got round to it, man.
0: You've got plenty of time. Do you have this thing um, that if any mixed race person is ever on TV, people are like, Oh, it looks like you. Do you yeah. get like, I had this thing of, Bridget- <laughs> you, this Bridgerton thing situation, right? With this guy, <laughs> like, you the amount it of people throw like it to me. My hair's all crazy. Cause like it's locked down, but like it's, Oh my goodness! Yeah. Like, especially when they're like super, super handsome. You're like, cra- I, I take the compliment, but I, I'll feel like his ugly little brother in a minute. You know what I mean? Just yeah. next to him. I they haven't actually see- watched Bridgerton. I need to watch it.
3: Yeah, I, I need to as well. Um, I've seen that. I've seen the pictures of the man everybody's obsessing over, though. Yeah, you do look like the brother. I can't lie, <laughs> you do look like him. Um, but it's it, that is the thing, though. Being, <laughs> mixed race, like anytime there's a mixed race <laughs> person in like in the public eye. Oh yeah, you look a little bit like him, isn't it? You look. <laughs> little... They go. They go to me. Oh, you look a little bit like Marvin from JLS. Yeah, you do. Oh, I, do it. I mean, it... and I'm like, honestly, oh, now I'm working on on Kiss and he's a presenter over at uh, um another station. It's like, you know, we won't even we won't even say it. Whatever. Yeah. No, I can't I can't. I can't do that. I can't do I that. <laughs> um, no, Jay, he's wicked, man. And like, yeah, that works wicked wouldn't everything they do over there. But
0: they um. I think you got that, better dance skills. I think you have got better dance skills. Thank it's you, man. Same. I'll take that. I'll thank it's you. Same. Look,
3: I can, I can do a serious candy. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> do the serious candy step. Um, but yeah, it's, it's that. It's funny, isn't it? How they just. Oh yeah, you look like him. You look like Will Smith. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I
0: really don't. <laughs> I'd like to have his money, but it's it's fine. Uh, yeah. Tyler, what would you say when it comes to TV and film? For you, which is is the best thing for you? When it's it is it is it a film? Is it a film coma? <laughs> It, like you know what? I've never, up. I've never actually put that in a sentence,
3: but I think that could be it, man. I think that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a beautiful way to describe it. It's a film coma. It's that one where your eyes just go dry from watching so many, and you're still like, you're sort of like. It's the reason why I need to. You need to. How often is it that you need to turn a mattress?
0: Is it like every two years or something? Yes. Like that? I mean, now you're reminding me. I'm like, one sec. I need to. <laughs> you know? I can't to... remember.
3: <laughs> but some people need to turn their mattress like every two years or however long it is like that they suggest um i have to turn it pretty much monthly because i i literally just leave it it, leave an indent in in the food in 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 the food and film coma that i'm in um yeah i love i love the idea that you can escape man i think that's that's the that's the headline
0: quickly with this one um uh, um um, best film what's your best film Just one. You can just pick. Actually, no, no, no. A film you're you're gonna say that I should watch that I might have not seen. What would be that film? Okay, war or comedy? Um, Comedy. Have you seen Step Brothers? No. There you go. Go watch it. There you go. I'm writing it down. Step Brothers. Okay. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you one. If you haven't seen Upgrade.
3: Oh, is that the one where um he gets the chip? in his um yeah 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 yeah. have have i seen it have i seen it if not it's on the watch list tonight yeah yeah and i'm assuming
0: uh, i'm assuming you've seen get out um which is just (laughs) an incredible incredible daniel color is amazing uh next up and i i think we've got some stuff to talk about on this one uh we're going to be talking music we'll be right back with tyler to find out what his best thing is to do with music but before we do that we've got bethia beats and her track of the pod so over to you bethia
2: Hi everyone, it's Bethia from Bethia's Beats. My chosen artist for this week is the very talented Billy Cullum. He's a talented actor and singer based in London who has just recently released his latest single, Kiss Away, along with a stunning music video and I would highly, highly recommend giving that video a watch. Um, The choreography, the overall aesthetic is just so stunning and so well thought through. The track itself is about stepping into a relationship with all of the fuzziness, fears and feelings in between. It marks the first time Billy openly talks about his queer love in his lyrics, which I think is just amazing and must be celebrated. If you like the vibe of this song, here's a snippet of it playing in the background now, but stick around till the end of the podcast where the full song will be playing and you can also find Billy's social media links and where to find this beautiful song. Thank you so, so much and I will see you next time
1: my I mind mean. with every touch she fire inside
0: Tyler I think you've got some stuff to say on this but um we're talking music um what what are you listening to? What's what's on your Spotify or Apple? I because I always go to Spotify straight away, and then people are like, no, I'm actually on Apple Music. Which one are you on? So I, as a DJ, I was I've like I've been working
3: out <laughs> over the last few years like how to like, what's the best way to organize my music because I was always iTunes like throughout my whole life, and then everybody was on this Spotify hype, and I was like, what's the what's the big deal about it? And I think that the playlists and the way that they're curated on Spotify is incredible. Like I could hit play on something. And it will just take it from from one extreme to the, and it will be it will be new art, some artists that I've never heard of it will be some tunes that I've never heard of that that well known artists have made, um, and I think it's just a much easier way to share and love and appreciate music. So I use iTunes to organize my library because obviously I have to have a lot of a lot of tunes going out and DJing. Do you know what I mean? But um, but aside from that, it's like yeah, Spotify has been the way forward for me, man. Like and I also the game changer is that at Christmas I actually got um, an Alexa for the first time. Um, oh, wait a minute, Ale- now,
0: you've ju- now you've just started off everyone's Alexa. Uh, <laughs> Stop, whatever my, you're doing. Not my one, yeah. no.
3: Yeah, so if everyone, <laughs> if everyone else's Alexa talking back to them right now, can, can we swap? Because my Alexa, I swear to God, is, is the only thing that doesn't listen to me in my life. Like, I do it if I talk for a living, right? I talk for a living, and, and my Alexa <laughs> does not listen to me. I could, like, I'm talking, how many times have I just said it there? Like, it's looking at me, and it's just like, no, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not it's do too it. early. Too early, before 11. And and I tell you the best time as well that Alexa doesn't want to listen to me is when my alarm clock goes off in the morning and it's too loud. And um, <laughs> it's playing one of my, I, I say, Alexa, play my Spotify music like to wake me up to. And then all of a sudden it starts playing um some random one that I've, I don't even remember. Like, you remember when like U2 got added to like everybody's playlist and stuff oh, like yeah. that? It yeah, will be yeah, like a random right. tune like that. And then all of a sudden, it won't listen to me to turn off my alarm. Um, so that's the stress of my life. But it is a beautiful thing, though. It is a beautiful thing. Um, at the moment, one of the artists that have got me, well, I'd say it's, it's, a, it's a switch up between two. So there's Ari Lennox and Erica Badu. And that is
0: two. Erica do you know what I
3: mean? Man, yeah. Erica Badu is, is incredible. My brother got me into her. And... um. There is, there's just so like the list of them tracks right there goes on and on. No pun intended. Her live stuff. Yeah. Her like
0: go on, yeah. and, on oh! and on. Oh, you Do know vocals. I love it. The funny, the funny thing is like if you watch, and I, I was working in Czech Republic and the the kids out there, the musicians are just crazy, but all of them are soul lovers, right? Really? And they all love the technical ability of Erica, what she does and like that Jill Scott kind of thing and blah, blah, blah. like it's, they've just got this beauty and they always have the best bands. If you see these people live, you're like, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: It's a switch up. (laughs) It's a switch up. Erica Badu was incredible, man. And, um, it's a switch up between that. And then sometimes, you know what, what days I love for music. I love Sundays because in the week I'm very much, I have to obviously at my job, like, I love the music. The, re- the one of the big reasons why I'm at Kiss is because I love the music and what it stands for, um, and that goes back to its history with history, or it, or it goes back to like the new music that comes through with the house beats and stuff like that. I love DJ into a crowd playing some music and then seeing the crowd go wild with it. Like it's just it like it's it's an it's an incredible feeling I can't describe. Um, but the reason why I love Sundays is because it's my excuse to play music, which I I would never sort of hear on the radio or like play of, of a day-to-day basis in the week. And it's like, so as soon as it gets to a Sunday morning, I'm like, oh, Alexa, play Eric, Badu. um play Ari Lennox, or it's like play um Barrington Livey or 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 play Beres Hammond. Um Hammond or any any of those like reggae artists that I love, um, which kind of like stems from like my well definitely stems from my dad and his like favourite genres of music and stuff like that. Um, another feel-good tune, which I think, and I genuinely believe that anybody can listen to it at any time and just, just vibe out to it, Jill Scott Golden. Like, oh. I just think it, it's oh. those tunes there, which <laughs> it it takes over. Like, I could be in the worst mood possible. You play that, I you're taking my freedom. It's like, it's like yeah, <laughs> it just
0: goes on, man. I love it. There's those artists that just literally cut through, and, and and then there's artists that you've never heard of, and like you sort of say you've said all these names, and I can't wait to go and actually listen to some of this mm. Ari Lennox guy. I haven't heard him, but I yeah. heard um, a guy called PJ Morton, and um and he did a he did like a cover of like How Deep Is Your Love, like a Bee Gees song, mm. and then he used this girl called Yebba. and she sang on the vocals, and then he had a song with the old singer called JoJo, who was like a star in the sort of early two yeah. thousands. And this guy's soul is crazy. And then I just listened to the whole back catalog. And I love that when you just discover like these little artists and you're like, this is the shit. Like this is going to make my day. And is that is, is golden the song that just is the song that just makes you happy anytime. Um, it could be that,
3: I mean, at the moment, just, just specifically at the moment, Ari Lennox FaceTime, she sings an incredible tune right there um that's that's probably that's probably up there and it, that kind of stems from the, this film i watch i watch creed creed one and two and ari lennox has a lot of tunes in that soundtrack so basically just listen to the creed soundtrack ari lennox is just she's just incredible
0: i've written it down i've written it. my mm-hmm. song that definitely makes you smile at any possibility that makes you feel good in the morning is candy by cameo i don't know yeah. what it is <laughs> See the thing is, do you know? Do
3: you know what that song there gives me so much joy and happiness? But then I just get flashbacks of every wedding that I've been to. That it gets, that it gets like five, five and a half minutes in, and I'm like, you know, you, you've got like uh, Aunt Sandra over there, and she's not giving up. And I'm like, I'm the last one to leave. I'm not like it's still going. Like it's that it's the proper outro. Until I, until I hear the song go quiet, I'm not I'm not getting down. So and then, and then they me. get you back. They get you yeah. back with Luther. They do never too much. Do- oh my <laughs> days! That is like hundred percent. That is my um. That's my um. That's my wedding song when I'm older. Like, uh, yeah.
0: Beverly Knight can sing it well. So if you know Beverly, she can smash yeah. that out as well. Yeah, like yeah, she yeah. Can, she's Game a, changer. Uh, darling, what would you say is the best thing when it comes to music for you?
3: The best thing when it comes to music, um, has got to be the feeling it can. The best thing when it comes to music has got to be the feeling it can cause so many people to have at the same time. It can make everybody happy. It can make everybody sad. It can move a crowd, an audience, or an individual. Just, it's it's incredible.
0: I mean, that that's... I thought you were just going to... Just the feeling. But actually... Yeah. <laughs> That it gives everyone, and I think that's so mm-hmm. important. And I think, I think as a child, if I think it's the first thing you notice is music and beats and, and that sort of thing. And I think even when you're losing your marbles and you're at the end of your life, you will probably still be able to sing like an Ari Lennox song. It's <laughs> the memories, man. There. Yeah, it's the memories. <laughs> it's like, listen, I don't know my times table that very well, but I know never too much <laughs> of my heart. <laughs> the times table situation. Did everyone tell you about the nine times table on your fingers? It's like the best thing ever. Has anyone told you? Right, so you've got put your... Everyone's going to do this at home now. You put your fingers right. up, right? So, so you've got 10, right? If you yeah. put this finger down, you've got nine fingers, right? If you put the next finger down, but put that up, right? Count that as a 10, and then count these numbers as units. And that's two nines is 18. So you've got five and eight, so 18. Again, 27, 36. It's incredible. Can you imagine you were just taught that as a kid?
3: Why is it? See, this is what I mean. Why does school was complicated when we were younger, man?
0: Like simple. I sat there it's and I would,
3: I, honestly, I've gone grey so early just because of some of the stuff that Miss Chandy taught me in maths. But then also if, if you'd have just said all I needed was to come on Daniel's podcast and then be, hold my fingers <laughs> up and go like,
0: oh, there you go. That's, that's 27. It's fine. <laughs> Remember, I used to be a primary school teacher. So, you know, yeah, I'm just saying, just <laughs> that's what I was teaching. That's what I taught. <laughs> And I, I also did like sign language and stuff like that, because I felt like when it comes to spelling, if you made it more physical and mm. you knew how to sign, like, a b c d e you know what i mean like if you knew how to do those things it would make spelling easier because you've made it physical instead of having to remember how to spell these weird english words anyway we're off topic next up we're going to be talking something random i have no idea what you're going to speak about but we'll be coming back right after this Tyler, something random. What is the best thing about something random for you? What you gonna say? Okay, cool. One word that I'm gonna lead in
3: with. It then links to a load of other different objects. Um, torches. What? What? Like, as in, like actual, actual torches. Now, this is you see, see, kind of like when. when No one said that. Yeah, this is what I was was saying. I, I knew, I knew nobody would have said that because nobody's as passionate about me. Um. I, from a very young age, was obsessed with like going on secret missions, right? And I was obsessed okay. with like spies and things like that. And, and the thing that isn't 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 weapons, like I'm not obsessed with weapons, I'm not obsessed with all, any of those things or like hurting people, it's, it's more just the gadgets. Um, and torches is one of the things that I've never been able to let go of my whole entire life. It, it gives me so much. You buy me a torch, You you can buy me a PlayStation 5, thank you i appreciate it you buy me do you a have torch one? Do, you have one? Cool. do you
0: have one do you have uh, one
3: uh luckily <laughs> luckily yeah luckily but that's another that's a whole nother podcast in itself <laughs> my journey to go get a ps5 um Back to torches. Let's do it. yeah um but yeah torches were something just just close to me throughout my whole childhood man and i've never i've it's never gone like i've got about 19 torches but about 19, uh, that's summarized down from about 32, though. And the only reason I got rid of about five of them was because they broke. Um, How dark ab- is it where you are? Like, what's going
0: on? I, you, so are, you the, so are you not eating carrots? You're not eating in carrots. That's what's <laughs> happening. Come on. So,
3: so this is the thing is that, like, I don't actually get many opportunities to use them. The other day, for example, <laughs> like, there was a power cut in my neighborhood. Me and mum are sitting there <laughs> eating dinner.
0: I was like, so excited!
2: this is it. <laughs>
3: This this is my life calling. I was like, this is the eureka moment that I've been waiting for. Like my life calling at the age of 24 has just come up to this moment right here. Um, and I I ran. I've never, you know, when you do that run up the stairs where you like skip three steps to try to get up an extra bit quicker, you hit your toe in the process, but it's fine. You've got a mission at hand. I finally get to my chest of drawers, my bedside table. I've got like I mean, I've got loads under my bed, but I've got like the emergency ones in my bedside table. Um And the problem is is that because there was a power cut, my drawer was a bit messed up and I couldn't find the the torch in the (laughs) door. So you need it taped
0: underneath your bed,
3: like a place, just taped, electrical tape that you can just go
2: yeah, That's or a, or
3: a panic room or something like that that I can just enter a little code and then boop boop, it just comes out and you have got the torch. Um, but I, so I was searching for a torch in the dark and then I finally get it and I, I click it on at the back. It was like a little FBI one. I click it on and I promise you, as I as I clicked it on, the whole street lit up and the power came back and it was the most. It was the most it, honestly. It was one of my one of my low moments throughout this lockdown. Um, we live in a simulation. They're messing with you. You know, yeah. what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? As if that like, oh let's just oh, let's play with him a second. Let's just see if he could go get his torch. Oh, that's gonna be funny. Yeah, no, it's not funny. Like because <laughs> to be honest, like and that's that torch, you know, it, it still came through. It was it was so sometimes I do sit there, I got the blackout blinds, I turn the lights off, just play about with the torches and stuff like that. That's that's the weird best thing, the most random thing for me. But then also that links into a load of other random objects. Like what sort of let me ask you, what sort of random purchases have you made throughout lockdown?
0: Do you want to go from my Amazon list? Is what you're trying to say. This is, this um, is what I've, I, genuinely, I'll tell you what's coming today a shelf that goes in my shower so I can put things on so I don't have to bend down to go and get the shower gel all the time. So put, I've got oh, so a shelf, that's right? Good. That's 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 all right. Um, I've bought see, I'm a screen protector guy, see, Apple yes. phones, I can't. I can't deal with any cracks or anything like that. Not mm-hmm. like I've smashed the phone for ages, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, um, what else have I got on here? Um, Oh so you know when you have to have wiring going around your house but you don't want it to have like horrible little tacks and stuff like that I think they were the you white ones the nails and you have to so you had to get like these clear ones and right they're clear little tacks yeah and you can pin it on the wall and they look great but if you ever have to take them off they just take the paint off the wall so you're like yeah Ugh. So yeah, what about you? What have you done? So,
3: that, so that's what you
0: see. So your your purchases sound sensible, and I could actually, like, if you were to say
3: to me, <laughs> "All right, cool," I bought, you know, I bought these little wiring tacks. You can know, like, right, oh, right, you're going to use that for wiring. Um, I mean, my list is my list is a bit mad. It goes from okay. sponges, sponges mm-hmm. to um, uh, like I bought a full size grown adult XL bacon outfit. Um, of course, of yes, a, a of bacon. <laughs> I also bought um. A giraffe as well yes it's
0: a nice giraffe it's, a it's nice not giraffe.
3: a real giraffe for people listening no. it's not
0: it's just Did like you
3: one just <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i always
0: just... like people's faces when you ask what noise does a giraffe make they go oh yeah
3: but... hold on hold on hold on they um go on <laughs> i'm just prepping my mouth you
0: know, hold on <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> that sounds like No, that sounds like the whale from Free Willy
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> And why did they call that film Free Willy? I mean, you can't do it now <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: I, What noise does the giraffe make?
0: It is Because <laughs> right, they, they are <laughs> They've got, they got a big tongue and they've got a big. I don't. I. I honestly don't know. It's the same. When I don't know what noise a zebra makes. I guess like a horse. I. I guess it's like a horsey. Sound. Yeah, just
3: got standing horse. Um. Yeah. But yeah, so I bought, <laughs> I bought. I bought. I bought a little giraffe thing. A little giraffe jobby. Um. What else? I usually keep them in here. Uh, I bought a new um candle. Oh yeah. Well. A little candle light yeah. um, because yeah. just in case, so you can find your torch with the candle <laughs> with the candle. Do you know it's all about lighting up people's lives? Um, speaking of which, I also bought some night vision goggles which are under the bed. That's cool, that's a cool purchase. Um, um, they were age 11 plus, um, and they're a little bit smaller. Perfect. I don't think they're the adult size, but um, they need some new batteries as well, but yeah. So that's it, man. Random things Uh, for me is like like the props, is the props, the torches, the night vision goggles, the random purchases that people would call junk, which
0: to me are treasures. I love that. Um, We've got one tiny question and it's only because I asked this because I think it's really important, especially just for people's well-being right now. Mm. And it's a nice thing to do something nice for yourself as well. So uh, I'm going to say something random for you is torches and random bits around your house, like a giraffe, not a real Mm -hmm. one. but the next question, and you don't have to answer it for too long, is uh, Tyler, what is the best thing about you? You'll find out after this. We're gone straight back in. We're gone back in. Say nice stuff about yourself and people freak out. Say ten things oh. horrible about yourself. We can do it like easy. Come on, mate. What is the best thing? about yourself mate um this is only something that i've realized
3: sort of over but like being locked away for a year basically that's what because that's what lockdown's been um it's only something that i've realized yeah as of recently um but it's only because also then i've been able to ground myself and get myself to a place to help other people but i think it's it's the it's the optimism it's like i'm always very i kind of it stems from my nana my nana was like you know, there could be someone over there that's that's a horrible, horrible person or got not got a lot going for them. And she will find one good thing to to ride on with that. Um, and it was and and that just kind of got passed down to me, man. And, and like it's only now where I've been through things that I've been through that I'm able to to showcase that. And what I mean by optimism is that, like, there was there was one guy who put it perfectly to me. He said, he said to me once before, he was like, I'll just say, for example, um, you're going into what like your goal or like where you want to be or who you want to be as a person is in central London and you've got to get the tube in. It's like, just say for example, the Northern line, your usual route that you would take that's closed today. There's closures everywhere. All right, cool. No worries. You can get the bus in. Ah, oh, all the buses are gridlocked. Like you can't get the bus anymore. Your Oyster card isn't working. No worries. You can drive in. All right, cool. Your car's got a flat tire. You can't use your car. All right. No worries. Then your cycle. Ah, oh, cycle your your bike's broken it's not it's not working the chains come off it's like all right then no worries we are walking. it's going to take a few hours but it's just like basically if your points from a to b there is always a point and there is always a way to get to b it just depends on how willing um, and how driven you are to go and do that so i think if you can find that drive which is that small bone or that small little win that my nana talks about just that one little good thing then by all means with that optimism you can literally achieve or
0: be anything that you want to be i think that's a perfect answer as well um yes tyler you've been absolute star what's up for what's coming up for you next what are you doing obviously you've got your radio show which you're smashing out every single mm-hmm. second of the day but you know what time do you start what time do you um, have to be so, so yes yeah, so i do the drive show over on kiss so that's from 4 p.m. monday to friday i also
3: do the chart show on a sunday um and then also uh, literally um and then also we made a tv show during lockdown which was mad um so flat out fabulous it's available right now on the B- on bbc3 on the bbc iplayer um and yeah it's just it's, it's an incredible it kind of fit, fits in exactly with this podcast to be fair some it's about some of the best things it's 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 a feel-good factor when you watch that man it's it's, it's bbc3's um, brand new home makeover show we go in transform some lives have a lot of fun in the process and Tyler cannot do DIY for shit. Okay, so, like, <laughs> you have people for that. You have people for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You it's like I made this one earlier. <laughs> Literally, like it's never been used so much in TV since I came on the screen. Uh, so yeah, definitely go check it out. Flat out fabulous. is on the BBC on BBC Three and BBC
0: iPlayer right now. Of course, I'll say that. It'll be in the links below. So if you want to do that, you can do that. Also, we can get you on social media, which is at Tyler West with two T's at the end. Did someone take the one T? Is this what happened? This is exactly what happened. And I spent my whole life trying to explain Tyler West with an extra T on the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'm very excited when new platforms come out that I can actually just get my name. But do you want to get your name or do you have to do the two T thing on everything? I've just, I've
3: just kept it two Ts on everything um, because it's also then quite nice to see who does spelling mistakes when they put me on brochures and stuff. It's quite nice to know if they actually know the real me or if they're just reading my social media. So yeah, man, Tyler West with an extra T at the end. And if Tyler West with one T is listening in, can you please answer your DMs?
0: See, I have the same problem. People took my name when I did the X Factor back in the day, then they Mm. never use it. It's got my picture on. I've said to these platforms, can I have it? And they're like, no. And I'm like, (laughs) why? It's got my picture on. It's me. You know it's me. Come on. (laughs) And if I change, and I can't change anything because if you change anything, you lose your uh, verification. So, yeah, exactly stuck there Uh, uh, Tyler you're in an absolute bloody start and I'm so glad we get to do this Um, and uh, good luck with everything you're doing and good luck with the new TV show you're just smashing it you're doing everything you're one of those people who can just do everything apart from DIY or eat peas there we Um, go uh, thanks very much buddy absolute legend make sure you listen to his show on kiss doing drive every day monday to friday and he's even on on sunday he's doing so much uh, thank you to everyone who makes this podcast what it is so thank you so much to adam harris and his fat chicken find out his answer right at the end of this thank you to bethia beach who will be playing her track of the pod right after fat chicken's answer the boys doing the reviews tom and revan we love you you make it what it is and i always love your reviews the music in the background is by Tom Baxter, Jimmy Lundy, and myself, and the artwork is done by JMD. Next up, Adam Harris's answer to Fat Chicken, followed by Bethia Beach track of the pod. We'll see you next time.
2: I can't wait. Hey, hey what's up, your Fat Chicken? Um, well done for sitting through all that um i was finding out for you there's an animal that has 32 brains i was finding out what the animal is the answer is leeches have 32 brains a leech's internal structure is divided into 32 different segments and in each of those segments they have its own brain in addition to that every leech also has nine pairs of testes another one of those for you on the next episode Cluck cluck. <laughs>
1: is mine he took on my hand and it was dynamite he made me smile he comforted me into the lonely night but he didn't back down when he bang 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 on my bedroom door and that's when he made a stand he took away the bang bang and that's when I took his hand And he told me Oh, I'll never let you go I wanna be your Romeo Be with you until I'm old A kiss away from you Promise me you'll never leave Be the one, the one for me Take away the misery A kiss away from you, baby I kiss away from you